What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Loami Richardson here. And on this special episode of Just My Thoughts, your boy celebrates a great monumental achievement. That's right. Your boy published his first book. That's right, y'all. Your boy, after two long years, was finally able to achieve that accomplishment. And so in this episode, I celebrate it by throwing a virtual book release party. And in this episode, you will hear some questions provided by my sister, Professor Jennifer Tomlinson, and some answers to those questions by yours truly, but also a motivational word by author, motivational speaker, and my good friend, Torres Montgomery. So hope you enjoy this episode as we celebrate the great occasion of my book release, I Am Is Greater Than I Was. And welcome to everyone to the official virtual book release party for our extraordinary author, Lawami Richardson, in the house. We excited, man. We pumped up for you, bro. Hey, I'm pumped up with y'all. Let's go. Hey, 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 Dion, my brother from another. I just want to say thank you so much for being on the ones and twos. You didn't have to do it. Did it. I was up there in the back, and I was texting Jed. I'm like, yo, we lit. So, um, but hey, just wanted to shout out DJ DZ, um, Dion. If you if you want to get into your fitness mode, you know what I'm saying. If you if you if you even trying to you know what I'm saying off of some houses, hit my boy up. Follow him on the gram. You know what I'm saying. Give him the tag. Give him the tag. What's up? Get fit with Dizzy on Instagram. Dion the realtor on Instagram. I got all your needs in real estate or working out. But it's not about me. It's about my man Lowe's. Let's go. Hey, man, Dion, thank you so much, brother. We'll catch you on the flip side. Appreciate you. All love. Blessings to you, my man. Love it. Jen, Jen. Hey. So for, yeah. those that, for those that don't know, my name is Jennifer Tomlinson. I will be the hostess for the evening. And this is my brother. Legitimately, this is my brother. Well, not really, but we're light-skinned and we kind of look alike sometimes. Before light-skinned was a thing, we were that. I just want to start off by saying welcome to everybody that is here to celebrate my boy, Luami. It is truly incredible that you could join us tonight um, and just to have celebrate this wonderful moment with my boy, Luwami Richardson. He is a bona fide author now. And some of you guys might know him like I know him, but some of you might not. And for those that don't know a little bit about him, I want to just tell you about him. Um, and we've literally grown up together. We were childhood friends. And I can say I'm so proud of you because you've come a long way, Luwami. <laughs> man, we, we, man, man, we made it. You know what I'm saying? We from the bottom. We're still, we're we not totally bottom, but we like right here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we thriving, man. Just just to see the journey, not only for you, but for, for all of us that grew up, man. I, I'm just, you know, I'm glad to, to be in this yeah. moment. I never thought in a million years I'll do what, what, you know, I'll be doing what I'm doing, but I'm grateful, you know, truly humbled. And we're proud of you, you know, hashtag royalty. You know, we're doing it out here. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell the people a little bit about you, man, because they don't know. They might not know that you've literally traveled the world. You're an international speaker. Like, that's legitimate. Um, and you've centered your life and your ministry and your message around, honestly, educating and helping people. Um, I'm so proud of the work you've done as a teacher in your life coach stuff. Um, and as long as I've always known you, you've always had a special connection with young people. 
And yeah. so for those that don't know, um, Luwami has a great way of connecting with people because he's always going to keep it 100 with you. Like <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be raw, he's going to be real, and he's going to give it to you in a way where you can connect because he's really that dude. He's he'll he'll tell you his life story to help um, you know, kind of motivate you and help you learn something. So um there's it's no surprise that with all of things that he's been able to accomplish over the years, he has found time to write a book. And this book, <laughs> somehow you made time out of your life to do this. Not a lot of people can say they've done this. And you didn't just capture your story, you were so intentional by making this book help others. So while you're sharing your story in this book, you're actually giving reflective questions in each chapter so that people can connect with you, but also grow and come to self-awareness and identifying themselves. So those that, for those that don't know, the book is called I Am is Greater Than I Was. There you go. If you ain't seen it, now you see it. Now you see it. <laughs> and this book, we know it's meant to be inspirational, man, and give practical steps. And like I said, we're just so proud of you. And we're excited. And I'm, I told you already, I, well, you said I was the second person to pre-order because I, you know, I'm, I'm lit with you. I'm ready. <laughs> right, right, right. It's, it's, I have a very small loyalty base. And, and so as soon as I said I, 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 Pre-orders are taken. I'm like, I got an email notification. Payment went through. Who is it? Jennifer. Hey, I oh, appreciate it. If I sell one book, it's one, I, I, I'm good. I, you built the confidence in me, so I appreciate that. Well, we already know what it's about. We know it's going to be awesome. Well, I know it's going to be awesome, and I'm excited. And I think that um, other people are really excited, right? You, We have some people that... Um, have taken time to record personal congratulations for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's see let's see what they have. <laughs> Shout out to Loa Me, aka Lo. Uh, congratulations on your first book. You listen uh, with the vision to encourage young people to not be defined by society and to find their purpose. I got to take my hat off to you and let you know that the the, the goal is perfect. The goal is perfect. And may the product be just as Hello, Loami, what's going on? It's Andy Minio. Taking a quick second to send you some love and congratulate you on your new book, Greater Than I Was. Uh, that's an incredible feat that you you wrote a book, like a whole book. Uh, and you should be very proud of that, uh, no matter what, because that's, uh, that's something a lot of people wish they could do uh, or dream to do. And you finally did that and put it on paper. So congratulations for that. Uh, I love uh, what you have um, as your intention for the book, which is to help people find their purpose. I think there's no shortage of that. And so I just want to wish you congratulations and uh, wishing you much success on everything uh, that you're about to roll out. My encouragement for you would be um, that, you know, any book, any piece of art, any writing, um, for the most part, and this is me being an artist telling you this, this takes a long time. Uh, for people to find these things, and it's uh, usually a slow burn. Uh, I know we put so much work in. I put so much work into albums and singles, and then they come out, and I'm like, isn't the whole world ready for this? And a lot of people are just discovering that stuff years later for the first time. So uh, don't be discouraged um, that these processes take a long time, or it might just blow up and be New York Times bestseller first week. 
that's what I'm hoping for you. But uh, no matter where you fall in that gamut of how it's received, uh, if you love this work and if this work is something you feel called to, continue to just ring that bell. I mean, I'm 10 years into being the signed artist and making rap, and I still feel like I'm just getting started uh, 20 years of rapping altogether. So um, continue to push, uh, continue to be consistent, and uh, roll out great content that's going to uh, make people turn their head pay attention and uh, hear what you got to say. Much love to you. All right. Take it easy. Bro. <laughs> bro. Hashtag Pine Hill Royalty, bro. That's crazy. Hey, hey, so shout out to my social media manager who put this thing together. I told her what I would like to transpire. Um, I went to their concert last year i believe and we made a connection and whatever and so i don't know if they vaguely remember me but i, I don't care they shouted me out and you know what i'm saying it was good to you know what I'm saying see that man so it was a blessing for sure i'm i'm i'm, I'm mad humbled you know what I'm saying? What? and don't forget you got the propaganda shout out too i saw that on instagram you yes know? yes 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 i did that that one kind of threw me by surprise because that one mm -hmm. i i don't know him and so propaganda is one of the dopest you know spoken word artists i believe is out there and you know, Lecrae and especially Andy Manio, like as an artist for him to say what he said. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like I, his music has helped me a lot through Same. a lot of adversity, man. So well, I we, shout out, you know, we, we are just so excited for you, man. Like I'm telling you, like that, that right there is just a symbolic, you know, a symbol of all the people that got you. We love you and we support you. Um, And so some of us, like I said, I pre-ordered mine. You got a couple of pre-orders, but those that are, you know, celebrating with us right now might might not actually have a copy. So they might have an opportunity tonight to get a copy, right? Yes, yes. So we already know who we are giving some giveaways. So I would, I do want to say, uh, I'm gonna drop a link in the buy uh, in the chat. You know what I'm saying? If you haven't pre-ordered, technically pre-orders conclude today. But because I am I'm in a festive mood, just know that um, three people, uh, uh, three books have been uh, purchased uh, by a sponsor to give away. We already have two winners. So we're going to announce that if we don't announce it today, um, uh, we'll definitely reach out to you. Um, hopefully the person who's supposed to announce it comes on. But if not, we'll definitely shout y'all out. But I do have two more books to give away tonight and uh, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? Like tag somebody in the in the comment below. and We'll figure it out how we're going to get this book to you. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's really about the message, Jen. I, I want to get this message out. Yes, of course, you got to eat. Right. So we have to put a price to the book. But at the end of the day, I, I truly believe in this message and I want this message to go out. And so if anybody will benefit from this book or, you know, somebody who could, you know, tag them in the in the comments below. And, and, and you know, what I'm saying we'll, we'll see what we can do at the end of tonight, you know. And that really is a testament to your I mean, your purpose and your mission in life and why I know this book is more than just like an artifact of your life story. Like you really are about helping people, working with people, educating, inspiring, motivating people. Um, and the fact that you're, like you said, like, yeah, I got to eat, but at the same time, I just want to get it out. It's just a testament to your purpose in life. And we see that. So um, I guess it would be if some of us have pre-ordered and somebody might win a copy, maybe we want to get a taste of what's in the book. 
Oh, oh, you want me, you know what I'm saying? So this is story time with Loami Richardson. You know, so, you know what I'm saying? Um, there are many chapters in this book, uh, only 10. There, there's not too many. There's about 100 in the, uh, let me get the official count here, 108 pages. You know what I'm saying? Also, you can go to my website, loamirichardson.com, and, and, um, and uh, you can pre-order your book there. But I am going to read a little bit um, from a book. It's, it's from chapter, um, from chapter six. The chapter is entitled Dream Chasing. And um, one of the things that's unique to this book is I try to uh, uh, bring practical examples, practical steps that people could take and really, you know, uh, uh, live through. And so um, as I kind of discuss my uh, as, as, aspiration to be a basketball player and all of these things, I wasn't the biggest or the fastest. I was a shooter, so shout out to Curry. You know what I'm saying? Before there was Steph Curry, there was Loami Richardson. But um, one of the sections in this book, in this chapter and specifically, I talk about how your dreams can come in reality. So I'm just gonna read a little bit from this book, uh, from this chapter. It says, so how do you become, how do dreams become reality? And how is greatness attained? Here are some tips that I have learned while reflecting upon my journey. Number one, find your dreams and invest in them. There are no shortcuts to dreams. Be willing to give up everything to pursue those dreams. Fall in love with the grind, the everyday struggle, the sacrifices, and ultimately the path that leads you to the greatness you desire. During those moments when you want to give up, find a way to fall in love with those moments. It's during our darkest times that we appreciate the light at the end of the tunnel. Remember there's always sunshine after the rain. Know that what doesn't kill you will only make you stronger. Just as seed needs to be buried in order for it to grow, bear in mind that the glory is often found amongst trying moments. So push yourself through those difficult times. The second thing to achieve your goals, don't settle for anything less than what you want to achieve. Make use of every opportunity given to you. Set high standards and hold yourself to them. Three, be a learner. Learn from other people's successes, achievements, and failures in order to be the best you can be. You must learn from the best. Find those people, be around them, immerse yourself in growing and perfecting the craft that you have been gifted with. Read, watch videos, ask questions, and create a network of people that, we, that you can share your thoughts, ideas, and struggles with. When I trained, I sought advice and tips from people who played professionally. I trained with these professionals, watched them play, uh, and asked them questions I felt was necessary for me to expand my knowledge of the game. Never settle or become complacent with your efforts. Keep on learning. By doing this, you will be pushing forward towards the greatness you want to achieve. Never get to the point where you feel you have arrived or that you have made it. Learning is a process and not a destination. Point number four, in order for you to allow your dreams to become a reality. Create a list of goals. Then write a short list of short-term sacrifices you are willing to make in order to accomplish that goal. Oftentimes people yearn for the glory but dodge the tedious tasks necessary to get there. Don't be that person. Tackle those tedious tasks. Make those sacrifices even if it means foregoing the snooze button, skipping the fast food, and turning down the chance of hanging out with your friends. Keep those goals at the forefront of your mind. Recognize that sacrificing short-term happiness may be what it takes to meet your goals and have long-term success. Finally, fifth point, character counts. Character and mindset will determine your work ethic. 
Character is formed by hard, stern battles with self and overcoming your self-doubts. One must criticize themselves closely and not allow bad traits to remain uncorrected. Meditation is key to developing the character needed. In order to become a better version of yourself, take time to reflect on the shortcomings and seeking ways to overcome those poor traits. There must be an earnest purpose to carry out the master plan that you have set for yourself. Put in earnest, careful, persevering effort to break away from bad habits and associations that will sway you away from your goal. From that, form that character that counts. So consider the type of character you need to develop in order to achieve your goals. As mentioned in this chapter, I started off with the right attitude, but not the right work ethic. Learn from, learn from me and go the extra mile. Take that extra step. Achieve that goal by be willing to go the extra mile. Too often we are satisfied what could have been instead of what was achieved. The mindset is the difference between success and failure. One of my favorite phrases teaches that actions repeated forms form habits, habits form character, and by character, our destiny is decided. Now, if only I had followed the same advice back then that I'm giving now, if I had done this, I wonder how life would have been different. I can't change the past, but I do wish I can go back and do things over for I'm curious to what could have been. I want to go back to dream chasing. And then I conclude and then I have some reflecting questions. What goals have you set for yourself? Have you accomplished your goals? If so, describe your feelings the moments you accomplished those goals. Have you ever been in a situation where you chose a shortcut over the difficult road? Share what the experience was like. How do you think things would have turned out if you took the difficult road instead? And in your opinion, what should I have done differently? So I even let people know in this in each chapter, like, what do you think I should have done in my past that you can learn from my mistakes that you don't have to make them to propel you to chase your dreams? And so that's just a small snippet of chapter six and just practical principles that I've learned that I wish I would have learned back then that I applied in this book. And so this is why I believe this book is really going to impact lives. And, and so that's, you know, an excerpt from chapter six, dream chasing from my book. I am yeah. is greater than I was. I think that's so profound. Like I often think about too, like, man, if I had accessed levels of excellence in my youth and like actually listen to people that try to push me harder, what could have I accomplished? Because it's amazing that we're doing dope things now, despite of, but man, if we actually didn't have to learn the hard way, what could we have accomplished? So, right. Um, right. And, and, and so sometimes we look at our tragedies and we look at them as failures, but our really our tragedies and, and failures are stepping stones to our success, hmm. right? You're not defined. And this is why, like, even the shirt that I have today, you know, you can go to my website and buy the shirt, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I am is greater than I was and for who I am will be who I will be, what my destination was, right? So who I was doesn't determine who I am today. For who I am today will propel me to who I will be. And that's the message. That's what I want to inspire this generation to ultimately, you know, accomplish and, and, and see for themselves. So let me ask you something. You In the book, I heard you say glory is found during those trying moments. Were there times in your life where, I don't know if you want to speak to us, like where you skipped um, the trying moment for a fast or easy way to get I, to a goal? Absolutely. And this is not like, it's not like it's been perfected, Jen. Like at the end of the day, I find myself, even when I graduated, you know, the, the one of the other things about this book is that I was doing my degree at the same time while traveling abroad. Wow. So I was doing my bachelor's degree, 
traveling to Taiwan, traveling to, you know, to uh, the Middle East and writing this book all at the same time. And there was moments where I did make shortcuts, right, to try to reach my destination. But um, and, and even in my upbringing, my all of the major mistakes that I made was I didn't appreciate those dark those moments where I needed to work hard. My goal and aspiration was to make the varsity team for uh, for for high school. Couldn't do it. Why? Because I was goofing off. I wasn't really you know paying attention to my grades and and doing the schoolwork that that I needed to do in order for me to achieve that goal. So what was the shortcut? Well, I'll I'll skip my schoolwork and I'll go party instead. And those are the moments that I realized for myself that I didn't really push through. And even as I get, and these are patterns that I developed over the years. Mm. And so in order for me to obtain, this is why I said in, in that chapter, one of the biggest points, like we're a seed and in a seed, it must be buried. And understanding those moments of darkness that you think like everything around you is, you know, the, uh, in order for a seed to grow, it, it needs to be buried. Mm. Uh, you need to put crap on it, manure on it, right? So even the crap that life has thrown on you, it's it gives it allows you to allow that seed to germinate, to to establish roots in order for it to produce the fruits that is necessary for people can see. And when you eat a sweet fruit, understand that is connected to the root and the soil that was developed. And so that that's ultimately the lesson I have to learn. Even now, when I when I in my darkest moments, I'm like, I just want to give up. I'm gonna take the shortcut. No, what what is it that I need to learn about myself in this moment in order for me to? It sounds like you're teaching us, you know, the art of um, even during while we're trying to achieve a goal and during the rough patches to just kind of to not look for shortcuts through it, but to really work through it because there's going to be like the goal is there. You just have to keep keep pressing on. Right. Um, and the fact that you're that you're saying that the book writing process, even in itself, unearthed like some old patterns that you might have in the past could have gotten stuck on or given up on. Um, tell, tell us some more about that. What was the hardest part of this book writing process, you think, or what kind of old habits started to creep in that you had to, like, talk yourself through? Two things, consistency and this idea of perfectionism. It has to be perfect, so I'm not going to do it. And so, and consistency, like you think about, I want to write a book, right? And so immediately you start writing. Then there's times where you have writer's block. Life gets, you know, life life comes at you. You got to worry about finances. You got to do the speaking appointment. You got school assignments. You got everything happening. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, what about this book? Well, I don't feel like doing it, man. Let me go play Xbox. Let me go play ball. Let me go do something else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but in reality, you know, the for me to achieve this, it's it's a reminder in my degree as well. This I'm, I'm getting my book framed. I get everything framed. Everything that was monumental in my life, I get it framed as a reminder that that degree wasn't a shortcut. This book wasn't a shortcut. I had to chip away at it slowly but surely. And those moments where I couldn't put an hour worth of my time, I put five minutes, mm. six minutes, ten minutes. Sometimes I put two hours. One day I remember chugging up uh, uh, energy drinks and I'm just writing away. And 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 my, my man Taurus was going to be on here uh, to give a word. He gave me a a, a, a a slogan that I to this day I it has been ingrained in my mind. He said, type like a drunk man, edit like a sober man. Yeah. And 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 that principle is just like, let me just get this stuff out. And then the beautiful thing about this journey, Jen, was getting people to trust having people who who bought into my vision and was willing to 
make my dream come into a reality. And this is two years in the making. It wasn't like it happened mm -hmm. last week. Mm -hmm. The title, the book cover, everything. And so consistency and perfectionism is, is really the, the two biggest hindrances that caused me to quit on this book. I don't have the time. I'm tired. I don't want to put the energy into this and it's not going to be good enough. I second question and, and God honest truth. It wasn't until I actually got the packages of the book and I gave it to a lady who, who purchased it that says this title is phenomenal. And I love the way this book feels. And it wasn't then till I saw somebody else appreciate my work that I realized oh, like, wow. like I really did this, you know what I mean? Like before it was, I just got to get it out. I just got to get it done. And so those are the two biggest, uh, I think in my, my moments of darkness where, and those lessons where that creeping in is like, where's a shortcut? How can I take the mm -hmm. short path less traveled and, and, and just ultimately quitting? Well, it's not going to be good enough. So I don't want to send it. I don't want to do it because who's going to want to listen to my story. And when you get the first purchase, second purchase, the third or 50 people pre-order a book, you're like, 50 people want to hear my story. They want to read my story. Mm -hmm. So perfectionism, I believe, is is something that we've created in our mind. Yep. Perfection doesn't exist in, 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 in regards to create to to art and creation. Just create. And so that's those are, those are the two major lessons I learned about myself throughout this process for sure. It's crazy because you say, like, one of the tips you say is um, even if I don't have the hour. I can at least put five minutes. So like the consistency tip for yourself was a way you were able to kind of press through even when it gets rough. What other tips or um, techniques can you, you know, share with the viewers? Like when things get rough, what are some ways to fight through so that we can stay consistent and fight through the, the imposter syndrome, the perfectionism and um, that kind yeah. of stuff? Take a step back. You know, sometimes we try to force the issue. We try to push ourselves to do something that we we don't have the creative space to do. Sometimes breaking out of the routine and doing something to allow your mind to kind of uh, go elsewhere and coming back gives you a, a, a fresh perspective and a fresh outlook to what you was writing. I, I was editing and pre-editing and post-editing as I was writing. Like, this doesn't make sense only because I broke away from the, from the cycle and mm -hmm. did something that I typically, I, this happened the other day, I had to do a one minute video promo for a church and I found myself doing it eight times, nine times, 10 times, 12 times. And I was beating myself up. So like, let me just go for a walk. Let me right. listen to a song. Let me come back and boom, I did it. I, I knocked it out the ballpark, right? And so that's anybody who's in that creative space where if you feel like you have that, that block or you feel like you don't have time, uh, you do have time, it, it you know, it, it's, it doesn't have to happen tomorrow, but little bit, little by little, you can, if I can do like, listen, I tell people, if I can do it, anyone can do it. It's going to be tough. And I was outside of my element when I did this, I got kicked out of school with a, a less than a one point GPA. Like I, I, I wasn't illiterate. I wasn't somebody who liked to read. I didn't like to write. I hated school. Even after, you know, I hate it with a passion, but I felt like the message was so important. And this is why the vision and the goal that I wanted to achieve, if I was going to obtain it, I had to do something outside of my comfort zone. And those moments where I felt like giving up, those moments where I felt like I had mental block, it's okay to set it. It's not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Put it aside. Do, you know, get your mind off things, come back and work on it and chip out of it away and, and you can achieve it. That's 
that's one of the things that I can tell anybody who's who's in the thought process of creating a song, a book, coloring, or whatever it is, you know, go ahead we and do it. really acknowledge your testimony because what you just said kind of struck me a little bit. The fact that you had a, a below 2.0 GPA, you say you're kind of like borderline illiterate because you don't like to read, you didn't like to write, and you wrote a book. Like, Jen, can I tell you, people will tell me like, you're a good writer. I like, like you have a, a gift of writing. I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> I looked at my Facebook post 10 years ago. Oh my gosh. You know how Facebook does the memory. I'm like, who gave me a social media platform to write anything? I didn't even, I was like, there's a comma supposed to go here, a punctuate. But, but when, when I affirm my gift of speaking, it translated into the gift of writing, which I didn't know. And so once you affirm your gift, your purpose, your calling, God opens up other doors that you never thought you could imagine. And to be honest, people say, I think you're a better writer than you are a speaker. And I'm like, I've been making bread and butter off my speaking. I just, you know, but but there's there's a way to be able Wait to communicate. But okay, hold, put a pin in that because you just said something else that kind of hit me too. When you affirm your gift, mm -hmm. God unlocks other gifts related to it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. So if you affirm your gift, you'll you'll you could potentially end up doing things that you never thought you would ever do, or become excellent in areas that you never thought you would even dream about doing. Exactly. Um, be confident in this. Affirm that one gift God gave you. And 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 it wasn't until about three four years ago that I really affirmed my gift of speaking, and and connecting with people. Um, and because it was uh, one of my good friends, he told me he was like, if you don't affirm the gift that God has given you. He will take it away. Mm. And it's not this fake humility that you say, you know, oh, no, I'm not. a No, that's a gift that God has given you. And as a gift that opened up other doors where I've ventured into other areas, what I would have known, you know, understanding time management, understanding, you know, principles of, you know, and I was able to utilize the things that I learned because I affirmed my gift. And so I tell people, listen, if your gift is cooking then cook, you know, cook your behind off, you know what I'm saying? Like, Use your cooking skills to bless others, right? If your gift is to draw, then draw something that will inspire others. If you're a photographer, videographer, a teacher, whatever you know, occupation that you know God has put in your life, your calling, your purpose, affirm it, and you're going to be surprised how many other doors are going to open up, and and you're going to venture into things that you didn't even know that were gifts of yours. But God affirmed that, giving you those gifts because you affirmed their calling. And your purpose. That's such a powerful message, man. And and you're already inspiring and motivating just through this little QA, it's back and forth we're having. And this is like it's it really is your gift. Like you have this great ability of saying, like I said, being real, being raw, being 100, um, to really help people get those little practical, like you said, practical tips to help us in our everyday life and potentially unlock levels of excellence. But I mm -hmm. wonder, I do wonder like what, what motivates the motivator? Like what are the things that you have to put in place to be, to get motivated, to get energized, to be inspired? Man, you know, sometimes you got to find your, that's a very good question. And we kind of look for the spark. We kind of look for this. We, we kind of drive 
from feelings. And so if I feel inspired, then I'm going to do inspirational things. But that if that feeling is gone, then what do you really have, right? Mm -hmm. You don't feel like doing anything because I feel down, I feel out, I feel like, uh, you know, life is hitting me, me hard. So I don't feel like doing anything. But what motivated me is understanding if one person can read this book and it can impact their life in a way where they said, because of your book, my whole trajectory of life has changed and my way of thinking has changed, then that's motivation enough, right? Even when I go up and speak, if there's one person who can feel my message, right? And hear what I have to say, and they can relate to it and it can impact them in a positive way, then I find my motivation there has been hundreds of times where I felt like I don't feel like preaching, but then I have to look above myself and say, this is not for you. This is for the people who may be out there, who this may be the only time that they're going to hear a message like this, or the only time that they may be able to grab a book like this, or hear your story, hear your testimony, hear the input that you have to give. That's where the motivation lies. It goes back to your purpose because, mm -hmm. you know, you think about the greats, Jen, the Kobe Bryant's of the world, the Michael Jordan's of the world, the LeBron James of the world. I mean, you look at their work ethic, and I'm not saying I have a work ethic like these guys because they're on a whole nother level, but if you understand their principle and they're like, at the end of the day, I want to be the greatest of all time. I want to be the. I want to. I want to surpass Michael Jordan. So I'm going to do everything. And and it, they didn't enjoy going to practice and going and training six times a day, like because I'm pretty sure, pretty sure they felt like just staying home and watching Netflix and yep. chilling and eating ice cream. But they understood that was something greater than themselves that they tried to achieve. And 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 at the end of the day, they can inspire another generation to do that. And you look at the the players that came up after Kobe Bryant and the Michael Jordans that inspired to be like him. Mm -hmm. That's what makes the struggle beautiful, and yeah. what allows me to be motivated even when I'm not motivated. I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing for this for something greater than myself. That really resonates with me. Like I really totally can relate because as an educator, there are lots of days I wake up, you know, when you're in the bed and you're like, how can I quit my job? <laughs> right. I think everyone has done that. And then you realize I got to pay my mortgage. So you get dressed, but, mm -hmm. but you know, when you don't have a sense of purpose, that's what you just said. Like it has to go back to something deeper. It can't just be feelings. So I'm feeling good. I'm the best teacher. But sometimes right. it's so horrible. I don't feel like doing it. You know, I don't feel like teaching. So what's going to be the thing that's going to light my fire or get me going or still get me um, want or still wanting helping me reach levels of excellence. And for me, it's having that sense of purpose. Like I always like when I think about each and every student, what I'm really what I'm really called to do and help, you know, helping facilitate higher levels of learning and bridging information processing. I love, that's what I'm, what I'm called to do. And it, and it connects back to my purpose. That's the thing that will drive, you know, get you out of your bed when you don't feel like getting, getting out of the bed, you mm -hmm. know? So and it's during those moments where you're down, I guarantee you where as soon as like, you know, Mrs. Tomlinson, thank you so much for that lesson that you, you're like, I wanted to kill everybody. <laughs> and you know, it kind of puts you there like, yeah. I'm like, you talking about that lesson I just made up in the parking lot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you realize like, wow, this is this is bigger than me because yeah. if it was up to me, I would have stayed in the car and not have done nothing. But, you know, those moments where you're the out and up, you know, when you're down and out, where you're pushing yourself to do something that, you know, that that you're, you're affirmed is like, okay, I, I get it. I get why I did it, you know. And, well, isn't it too like some people that are disconnected from like, 
the career and purpose thing might not, sometimes they're mutually exclusive, like sometimes they're not connected. And this is how you get like the really miserable nurse that keeps poking you in the arm with the syringe because she's not right, right, calling. Right. <laughs> and, and there was no sense of purpose to make you want to come and do your job well. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's because, you know, a calling and purpose are two different things, right? The, the best nurses, the best doctors, the best teachers, the best whatever are the ones that it says, you know, if I if I can do this for the rest of my life and not get paid for it, I'm happy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's I, I love what I do. There's times where I'm like, man, I really wish I can make, but I, I love what I do. It comes with a lot of stresses, anxiety, a lot of downs, you know, but at the end of the day, just to see one life impacted is is makes everything that I've been going through worthwhile. And that's, that's and the it's truth. great that you're also good at what you do. So kudos to you. You love what you do and you're good at it. <laughs> yeah, I try, I try my best. I try. <laughs> so I got only have one question left. Um, All right. I wonder, what are you most proud of about your book? <sighs> Man, um, that I was really able to get out of my comfort zone and share insight about myself that I probably wouldn't have shared with anybody. Being vulnerable in a way where, who knows, hundreds, thousands of people is going to read this book, family who's going to read this book and be like, but it's not against anybody. It's it's my experience, what I've learned from it, and um, revealing my imperfections, my own insecurities in a way where I want people to be like, I can relate to that and and thank you for that you know and so the biggest thing is not the cover you know the book cover which is dope you know shout out to water springs publications for for the design you know the the you know and the editing and everything it's it's really the story of my life told and going to areas where i wouldn't have gone otherwise and that's probably the most like i did that. i pushed myself outside of my comfort zones like do i share this do i not share this let me let me keep it real, but keeping it real vague, right? Instead of <laughs> being raw and authentic as I've always kind of hung my hat on. And yeah. that's the most that I'm proud of. Like, I hope that this will inspire people to allow them to share their story in a way where they can remove the skeletons from their lives and, and remove the insecurities of what people are going to think. And I put it out there. Mm-hmm. 1395, I put it out there. You want to know what really happened in my life and how I felt and and get insight to my upbringing, it, it, you know, but at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, I look back at those experiences and I say, man, that's who made me who I am today, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's the biggest thing that I'm I'm truly um, proud of is, is the fact that I put myself outside of my company. That's huge. I don't think people really understand the impact of, or the, the the work it takes for a black man to be vulnerable and how much it's needed in the world. So the yeah. fact that you are able to be brave and come into this with, you know, courage to be vulnerable, um, it's a gift because it's not it's not displayed usually, you know. So c- c- you know, kudos to you for taking that step and being like I said, you you always kept it one hundred around us. So I know. <laughs> it's it's different between the people you hang around with. Like I can't hide nothing from you and the people we grew up with. They they know, right? So I'm just affirming what has experienced. But for those who don't, right? Like, okay, because y'all gonna be seeing me. Oh, dang, I didn't know Low was going through that. He was doing okay. that. You know. Oh, okay. It, it's it's that type, you know, of insight. So 
yeah, you know, I try to keep, I kept the real, but I, I didn't, I didn't let people in, in a way where they could say, wow, that's what Loami was doing and going through. And so, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, that's, that's. I have another question. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Please because ask away. For you to get to a place to be even able to be vulnerable and write about it and share it, like what in your life led to you being this um, courageous as a black man? Because I feel like that's something, you know, in our community, we, you know, we just don't, we're not good at, you know. I think I th it, the, the, the seeing other people that look like me going through the same exact thing, mm. you know, even now working as, as, you know, you know, kind of mentoring uh, young people and everything. Um, the parents would tell me their kid's story and this child is, and I, and I sit there and I chuckle and they're like, you can relate to it. And I'm like, your son was me when I was in 10th grade. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I was able to talk to the kid and does your parent does tut, 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 tut. Yep. I, I can understand. Let me, let me, allow you to enter into my world and give you some things that that you can understand and relate to. And so again, this book wasn't for me. It was for those who right. who look like me, who who doesn't feel like anyone fully understands their um fully understands like anyone could relate to them and understand that in some way I want them to understand you're not not alone. I think the biggest misconception that that we face as a society is like you're the only one who's going through this mm -hmm. and the truth is that you're not there's other people who are going through it and if they're not willing to be honest real and 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 vulnerable then then i am and and god is even asking me to be more vulnerable i'm like i don't think i could be any more vulnerable but it's like you have to be more vulnerable and you know there's certain things you got to keep in the closet but in, in in essence to the struggle yeah that that's what really inspired me to do it because it's like there's not enough uh you know, black male minorities who are sharing their struggles and their battles with mental health, depression, anxiety, self-worth, all of those things that, that, you know, to talk about their home life and and the struggle of of trying to, you know, get ahead and then society kicks you back a few feet, yeah. right? Because you made one mistake. Even in my book, I talk about my mistakes that I made as a juvenile that affects me to this day, 20 years later, you know? And so I, I just want people to understand, I you know, I relate with you, you know what I'm saying? And and you can create your own lane. You can yes. be greater than what you are. You know, you know, who you are will will manifest the greatness that's in you. That's amazing, Lawami. Thank you so much for being a model of what black minority vulnerability looks like. Just thank you. And I, I'm trying. You try. <laughs> I'm trying. Lord knows I'm trying. I am trying. <laughs> Well, yes. Well, we're proud of you, Luami. We are excited about this book. Can't wait to get mine that I pre-ordered. Yes. So just wanted to give a quick plug in. You know, for those who are interested in the book, you can visit my website, LuamiRichardson.com. Um, I will continue the, the $12 pricing um, to MLK weekend. After that, we're going back to regular price. So if you haven't bought your book, um, make sure to do so, loamirichison.com. Yes. So um, my brother, I believe we are going to have a word from my brother from another. Okay. Um, Morris, I know he's coming on right now. So we're, we're going to see till he logs in. Um, Why don't we, do we have any questions from the audience maybe? We'll see. I'm, I'm not on the live, but we'll see. Is there any questions from the, from the audience? 
if not, um, next one, girlfriend. <laughs> I'm not entertaining this guy right now. But um, <laughs> we do have. A, 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 I'm gonna just. I'm gonna slide this my brother right in. Um, if if you guys, I know he he's gonna hate that I'm doing this, but um, inside the book, you're gonna you know when they have the acknowledgments, um, there's a section as who you wanted to acknowledge, and this brother's name is in this book, uh, Taurus Montgomery. Oh, he is, um, we, we connected a few years ago and throughout the years, I mean, when I call him and I ask him advice for something, he's like, bro, this is what you gotta do, all right? And so, you know, as you do this, you gotta write this, all right? Bet, and you you guys are gonna get a feel for it. So I, I, I just wanna say, Taurus, thank you so much, my guy, for coming out and giving a word to everybody. Um, he has been such a phenomenal influence to getting this book started. He's like, bro, you can't go in these schools without a book, bro. Like, like you know how a business card gets you into businesses? Well, this book gets you into school, so you got to write this book. Business card, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, I guess I got to write this book. And then two years later, you know, I I was sharing. It's like, all right, bet, bet, bro, keep doing it. And so, um, I'm gonna slide on out, Jen. I know you're gonna do a um quick intro to our speaker for tonight, yeah. and then Taurus, the the you know the camera is yours, and then we'll bring you back in, Jen, uh, to close out. But yes, the time is. Well, let me introduce our guest speaker for this evening to all of our visitors. Taurus Montgomery is a number one bestselling author, character development coach, and certified speaker. His life is honestly really remarkable. I got to read your bio a little bit. Um, and so Taurus, uh, time of crime, fast money, drug abuse, and being a student athlete in his life uh, actually resulted resulted um, in wasting his athletic opportunities and underperforming academically. But his life took a tremendous, like a 180 turnaround um, after a major life event in his life. And so now he travels the world sharing his story to everyone. Um, his mission as uh, in quotes, I'll quote it for you, is to inspire 1 million student athletes to stay out of trouble so they can succeed in school, sports, and life. And he is able to live out this mission through public speaking, authoring books, and his online character development curriculum. We are so glad to have you with us, Taurus Montgomery. We are excited for the message you have for us. And so let's welcome Taurus to the platform. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm humble. Uh, shout out to my guy, uh, Luami, for just an amazing uh, work that you've done, bro. Like, you know, a lot of people, as a matter of fact, I, I read a, a statistic one time that said about 80% um, of, of people, I think it was more than that, like 80 some, 90% of people say they want to write a book, uh, but less than 10% actually do it. So uh, welcome to the 10%, man. Um, super proud of you. So glad that you're able to get it done, right? You, you got it done. It's finished. It's complete. And so, look, I just want to talk to somebody out there today uh, who, you know, you we're celebrating with Luwami. We're excited for Luwami. You're going to go buy the book, right? Matter of fact, you need to go buy the book. Don't just watch this. All right? I need you to go buy the book. Um, he didn't ask me to say that. All right? He didn't pay me to say that. I don't get nothing from it. But I do believe that you're going to be blessed. I had a chance to get the sneak peek uh, of the book before, uh, I don't know, several months ago. 
And so uh, it's, it's going to bless you. All right. It's going to bless you. It's going to bless. Matter of fact, don't just buy one book. I want you to buy uh, uh, four or five books for some young man, some young woman that you want to bless. It's going to it's going to it's going to help them. All right. But look, as you're watching this, you're watching this and you're, you're, you're happy for uh, our guy. But there's somebody out there right now who you need to know that there is a book inside of you. All right. There's a story that you have. There's a ministry that you need to give birth to. Uh, there's a business that you have. Like there's something that has been placed inside of you uh, by God to be a blessing to the world. Right. Not only do you have a powerful story, but there are people who need your story. There are people whose lives are going to be better. As a matter of fact, there are some people right now who their life is not going to improve if you don't do what you need to do. All right. If you don't if you if you don't carry out the assignment that you need to carry out. Uh, there are family members. Hear me. There are family members who are they, they haven't told you that they're waiting on you, but there are family members who are waiting on you to do this assignment that only you can do. And it's going to activate something within them so they can become what they want to become. And here's what I discovered, guys, is the main reason, the number one reason why people do not do the things that they know they're supposed to be doing. Like it was some stuff you said in 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017. Like it's some things that's just been on your spirit. It's been in your heart. It's been in your soul, but you have not done it yet. And the reason why is because of fear. That's right, man. Listen, fear is a killer of dreams. Fear keeps people from, you know, uh, uh, spreading their wings. Fear is fear holds people back. And the thing is that like we're afraid of what other people are going to say when the reality is people are waiting to hear what you have to say. Right. People are waiting on that. And fear it like it's, it's natural. Like it's a it's something that and, and <clears throat> this kind of what I'm on right now in my in my personal time with the Lord. Uh, I've been reading and reflecting on on fear. And here's what I see, guys. Every time in the Bible, when God shows up to a, a man of God or a woman of God or somebody he's getting ready to use. One of the first things that he always say is, do not be afraid. Fear not. Do not be afraid. Fear not. Do not be afraid. Why? Because it, I, I don't know. It's just this, this thing, man. We become self-conscious. You know, oh, people going to like this. And here's the reality, guys. It, you, you don't really need the whole world liking what you're doing, right? You can't reach everybody. Look, even Jesus didn't reach everybody. You know what I'm saying? But there is a group of people out there who need to hear exactly what you've been through, who need to hear your shortcomings, who need to hear how you made it through, who need to hear the story that you have to tell. And I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you in 2021, do not let this year end without completing the assignment that God has given you. Do not, don't listen, don't let it come to a conclusion with you saying again, oh man, 2022 going to be my year. No, it, 2021, this year right now is your year because you're going to make it your year. So be fearless. All right. Don't let nothing stand in the way. Don't let nothing, you know, uh, uh, keep you from actually doing what it is that you know you need to do. Loami did it right. It took him two years, but he didn't quit. He didn't stop. He didn't give up. He got it done. And now it's time for you to get done whatever it is that you need to get done. Look, I'm going to tell you this and then I'm going to be out your way. So uh, sometimes we need we need evidence, right? We need evidence to, to, to make sure that what we're doing, right? The, the thing that we have is, is, is what we're supposed to be doing. The, the assignment is an assignment from God. So I had the opportunity one time uh, 
to speak for for Nike. I do speaking and you know motivational speaking and all that kind of stuff. Where though, right? So I had a chance to speak for Nike one time, and as I when I when I took this when I took this gig, it was only supposed to be one time, right? It's supposed to be one time, and I remember praying and asking God, like God. <clears throat> I want to develop. I don't want. I don't want a one and done situation. I want to develop a relationship with Nike, right? I want to develop a relationship. So I'm praying this in my prayer closet, right? And then when I go speak, uh, let me tell y'all something, man. It was, it was terrible, man. <laughs> it was terrible, right? It was terrible. And I'm talking about. I'm speaking now. I I didn't gave. I, man, I've been speaking since I was 19 years old. All right. Uh, so I, I, I got like 15, 16 years in the game. It was terrible. My mouth got dry. Like I started now. Now it didn't help that Scotty Pippen was, had just went up before me. I didn't really know Scotty Pippen was going to be there until, uh, the night before. Right. So I, I, they introduced me. I can't, I'm looking at Scotty Pippen, Scotty Pippen, you know what I'm saying? I'm all fanned out or whatever. I go up and I speak, man, my mouth get dry. I'm, I'm like, and, and. And the athletes are are close to me, so I see some of them like looking at me like, man, his mouth dry. You know what I'm saying? Man, let me tell you something. When it was over with, <clears throat> when it was over with, uh, the people that work for Nike, the athletes, and Scottie Pippen himself, they was like, man, wow, that was powerful. Man, that was amazing, right? And what happened was, not only did I speak that one time, but Nike called me back a second time and then a third time to come and speak uh, for this program, for this event. Right. On top of that, when I got back the second time, they approached me and said, man, look, we got to do a commercial and we want to feature you and your messages in the Nike commercial. I'm like, but here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. When you in your assignment. Even when you think you did horrible, you didn't hear what I just said. When you are in your assignment, even when you think you did a terrible job, it's still amazing. It's still why. And, and, and look, I, look, I, I can't take no credit. Right. Yeah, I've been speaking or whatever, but I pray and I said, God, I don't just want to do this one time. I want a, a relationship. You feel what I'm saying? And, and God took something that I thought was 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 garbage. Right. And to the people who heard it, it was amazing. And the other thing that that taught me was this, guys. Sometimes we could be our own critic. We could be our biggest critic, right? We could be our worst critic. And the reason why you have not completed the assignment that God told you to is because you're too busy criticizing yourself. All right? So we're not doing that 2021. We're being fearless, and we're going to do the work that God called us to do. Look, that's my time, guys. I appreciate you. Loami, keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm proud of you. And, uh... Uh, much success. Look, this is only the beginning, man. This is only the beginning. The best is yet to come. Thank you, Taurus. You preaching tonight, man. That's what I do, man. I preach. I see. I see. I'm preaching to myself. (laughs) Well, we all received it. Biggest takeaways. Don't be afraid. Let's be courageous. This is our year. Don't wait till next year. Do it now and be consistent. And I love when you said when you are in your assignment, and this is, and I think some of us could could have examples of this. When you're in your assignment, your worst is actually pretty good. Come on, come on, that's it. <laughs> that's it. 
Love it. Biggest takeaways. And we appreciate you for motivating us tonight, man. Thank you for being a part of the being a part of the party. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So up next, we have a major announcement. So for those that have stuck around, y'all are y'all are about to get some news. Um, Luami, what's the major announcement, man? So, so as I mentioned, there are two people who have won a free book. Uh, again, um, my social media manager will be reaching out to those two winners of my book, as well as a free T-shirt. So not only are you getting a book, you'll be getting a T-shirt as well. But that's not the major announcement. Um, as you guys can see on the screen, you know what I'm saying? My website is officially launched for those who haven't pre-ordered. So the website, LawamiRichardson.com, this is where you can go uh, find my YouTube channel, my Patreon, my uh, podcast, everything that is Loami Richardson, my blogs, everything is on my website, LawamiRichardson.com. So you go visit, order your book, order your t-shirt, check out my blogs, check out my YouTube, check out my audios, all of that. It's on my website. It's a one-stop shop, but that's not the big news, Jen. So I had a revelation. Oh, not only that, you know what I'm saying? But those who order the book, you will be receiving a free sticker. It's not too much, but you know what I'm saying? My branding that you can put on your laptop, my iPad, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what is that LR? It's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? We just living rich out here, you know what I'm saying? We do it. So you're going to get that. Pine Hills Royalty, I'm telling y'all. Like, people you know what I'm saying? We're going to do this out here. And you're also going to get a small um, card. Uh, I want everyone who purchased the book to take a selfie with the book with okay. the hashtag purpose over culture and tag me on Instagram. And I want to give you a shout out. This is a movement. And, and as I was putting this thing together, God gave me a revelation, Jen, um, in the shower. And I don't typically get revelations in the shower. People say they do that. I don't. And I feel, and I, uh, uh, as, as you guys heard my, my, my good brother, uh, Torres speak, you know, I was like, Lord, how can I enter into the public schools and these universities and mm -hmm. really impact their lives, not only with my message and my book, but what value can I bring to them? And God said, why don't you start a scholarship fund? So as of today, every book purchased, $1 will go into the I am is greater than I was scholarship fund to wow. help you enter into college and the and the HBCU since I'm an HBCU grad. But wait, the way that they can come and win this scholarship isn't necessarily by simply writing an essay. They, I want them to tell me their story, their struggle, what they learned from it, and how this scholarship will propel them to who they will be. And the winner will get a minimum $1,000 scholarship wow. to their college choice. And the way that the student can apply, check this out. Most um, application, you know, uh, um, applications tells you to write a 500 page essay, 500 word essay. If you want to write an essay, you can write an essay. But if you could tell your story through song, through mm -hmm. a creative art, through, through, a, through a documentary, whatever creative means that you want to use to share your story, you submit it and you'll be in the drawing to possibly win a thousand dollar scholarship at wow. minimum to kids in the inner city to help them get into college and also trade school because we want to emphasize trade schools as well. So if you don't feel like you're going to the you know higher learning uh, class, but you want to go to the blue collar work, we're going to give you that. And I already and, and and as I was sharing this vision with a friend of mine, he said, "Put me down for five hundred dollars." 
he was like, and I, and for, and for every dollar is going to be matched. We'll get a thousand dollars. And this is just the beginning of something wow. greater. And, um, so just know that everyone who has purchased the book has already put a dollar into that scholarship fund. And we already got a donor for $500 to go into this scholarship. The scholarship is entitled, I am is greater than I was scholarship fund. And it's going to help inner city kids go into either trade school or universities, more preferably HBCU. But the way that they can enter to get this scholarship is to tell me their story, their struggle, the lessons they learned, and how this scholarship will propel them to who God has called them to be. And the winner told in however means country song, a Vine video, however you want to tell that story and capitalize that story is how you can enter to win that scholarship. And the winner, I'll, I'll give a check, $1,000, go to the school, to the graduation, give them that big check as a, as a way to say, you know, who you are is going to propel you to who you're going to become. And so that is the major announcement that I wanted to make to everyone. That your contribution isn't just a book. It is going into helping the kids in the inner city. We talk about these things and I felt, how can I go about doing it? That's the way I'm gonna do it. So every dollar, um, every book purchase, $1 will go into that scholarship fund to help kids in inner city go to trade school or university. Man, talk about major Luami. Like when I say <laughs> this is so beyond you, like this is, this is your calling, man. You always have wanted to help other people and particularly young people. So that is just beautiful. And it speaks to the, the overall theme tonight, which was, <laughs> I mean, if you operate in your assignment, <laughs> right. And you do, if you do mediocre mediocrity or you do like kind of poorly, you still doing great. But when you operate in your assignment in excellence, this mm. is, looks like you start impacting everybody mm. and so this is you man you're you are operating in your assignment in your god-given gift in excellence and we are so proud of you and we are so excited about this scholarship man this is dope i'm excited as well and and I, when i shared it i was like that's it that's what this book is going to inspire so you guys you guys are going to see a little card inside your book that says thank you what you have to do but at the bottom the announcement that, that i just made that one dollar uh, for each book purchase, one dollar will go to the uh the to the I am is greater than I was scholarship fund that will help low income students so attend college. This means y'all need to buy more than one copy, you know. And books. Mm-hmm. Buy, buy mm -hmm. gifts. <laughs> Make sure you tell people to go to the website to buy their own copy. Get your family, your friends. We're trying to sell books because we're trying to send kids to college. Okay. Yes. Yes, that's what we try. It's it's bigger than us, y'all. Is a movement, you know Come what I mean? A movement is a movement. But um, yeah, I just want to say uh, to everyone who has bought the book, thank you. Um, you know, everyone who has supported me throughout the years, thank you, Jen. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. My shout outs to my boy Taurus for giving the word, and 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 DJ Dizzy Dion. You know, it's all love, and and you know. People's like, yo, celebrate your success. I'm like, I, yo, what's the next phase? I need to sell these books. I'm like, nah, celebrate your success. And because of the pandemic, I couldn't rent a facility in a hall and 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 bring everybody I wanted to. But nonetheless, uh, we, you know, I wanted to put something together, not just to, you know, celebrate uh, this accomplishment in my life, but our accomplishment because everybody's a part of this journey. Everybody, every person who bought a book, every person who has donated to the ministry and helped me throughout the years, that word of advice, picking up a phone call when I was breaking down, right? Like you, you are part of this process. And I just want to say thank you to everyone 
who participated. And Jen, you've been, I mean, phenomenal. Just, you know, love you to death. And thank you so much for, you know, taking this on. And and uh, to those who watch, I know they were like, yo, she, she's dope. Can, can she host my event? Yes, she can, but for a price. You know, I booked book through her. Because I'm a poor black woman, I need some money. No, but. Uh. You know, you know, you know. <laughs> but, you know, we love you, Luami, and we, we are just so proud of you and happy for you. And like I said, um, we got your back. We about to, we about to, this is a whole movement, like you said, and we're with it. We're with you. And so for everyone that has stuck around the whole time or if you just joined, thank you. It's this kind of stuff that keeps creators motivated and inspired and you know gives us the 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 gas in our tank to keep going so we appreciate you being here tonight and we love you as well for everybody that hit share and shared this out tonight we appreciate you guys and make sure you visit the website and if you did not order your book yet we're gonna order it tonight tonight Tonight. Tonight. $12 for MLK. After after we celebrate his birthday, he's going back to the regular price. You know what I'm saying? To the big man's price. You know what I'm saying? So get get your copy today. But thank you guys so much for uh for the support. Make sure you order a book, pre-order or order your copy today. It's it's officially launched. Nice. We love it. All right, you guys. Take care. Blessings to y'all. To the next one. <laughs>